I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time Alpha podcast for round 19, 2015. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who just hung up on a very special conversation with Mike Fitzpatrick. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Man, that, that, uh, I thought it was a sailor. He can swear, <laughs> Mike Fitzpatrick. Blue. Oh, he was calling the things he said about my mum, the things he said yep. about your dad. What? It was unbelievable. <laughs> he just launched. He is not happy with junk time. He said that uh, we're rogue. We've what? gone outside the boundaries. He said, he said they had guidelines for us and we've gone outside those. That's bullshit. I, we just... I'm a humble little podcast. How can be that angry? I just, yeah, we've got to bar his his number. It's Mike Bloody Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yeah, but he's gone, he's gone hard. So oh, I'm not sure he's going to be coming to our live show. Oh, we what? invited him. What? He's going to be a special guest. Yeah, I know, and he was just going to pay it on the audience. <laughs> we're going to put a swear jar there. Yeah, he was going to roast. He was going to roast us. Um, yeah, so we're talking about Richard Collis. Got a phone call from Mike Fitzpatrick after they got the Buddy Franklin trade done. Yep, and he called up uh, one. Early evening and One just evening, yeah. gave him a fucking bake. Yeah, just, didn't he? Just you, f you, see you, everything. Well, his wife and his wife was his wife. Mike um, uh, Collis's wife was home just listening in. Yeah, well, see, he didn't have it on speaker, but he kind of she got the general idea. She got over <laughs> she here because he was so angry. And yeah. they say it's a bit of a, that's what Fitzpatrick kind of does. He's a bit of a bake. He give, give you a call up and give you a spray. He doesn't like. And now the big people are beginning to turn against him. Fuck, could you imagine Imagine being the guy who left the bolts out at ANZ Stadium? <laughs> the phone call on the Monday, he's going, oh, no, Fitz, he's going to call me. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you left the fucking bolt out. We nearly killed Ruffy. Yeah, fucking nearly killed Ruffy. <laughs> um, we had to talk about our live show, Adam. April 30th, 4pm. No, August 30th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. We now have a venue, 4pm, at the Imperial Hotel. Yes. Imperial Hotel, which is on the corner of uh, Spring Street and Colin... Burke. Burke. Burke Street Spring... in Melbourne. Opposite oh, Parliament House. Opposite Parliament House. So after you've finished your Reclaim Australia rally... Yes. Just come and join us. Grab a little latte at the European and then wander in. Yep. And we're going to have a spectacular with yeah. a special guest. Uh, Limo is going to be joining us. Limo. And, uh, and it's going to be great to be around another Hawthorne supporter. But <laughs> he was in the Hawthorne box... Um, yeah. For the uh, the coaches' box against the game against Richmond, mm-hmm. so he's going to talk to us and tell us what that was like because that was that would be an amazing experience to be it'd sitting in the box. Be quite fascinating. I yeah. imagine it's the kind of thing where you just shut your mouth. You're not allowed to talk whatsoever. He said you can't talk, but we'll find out more on uh, when he joins us. How much swearing do you think there would be? I wonder if they go crazy or they're very measured. Mm. You know, I, I guess it depends on the coach too. Yep. Well, it's Clarko, so... Yeah, so there probably would be, but I, I suppose you'd be... I don't, I don't know if there's frustration, and it would be a good one to ask him about because it was not a great loss for you guys. You mean like... Like you were always sort of three or four goals. Oh, okay. You got up and then you, you yeah, fell yeah. backwards. Yep, and, yep. You know, so it would be an interesting one to see because you would have seen the full gamut of Clarko, yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, do you remember that? Uh, was it the tw- uh, 2003 grand final? Or was it 2002 when they recorded... 2002. That yeah, was one that, where he told Acker to get to the fall of the ball. Yeah, they recorded Lee Matthews. Yeah. And the thing that was of note was how little talk there was. Yeah. Like, they, they barely piped up at all. I suppose you, you, maybe that was just such a great game. They were just in Yeah, they were in He forgot, <laughs> forgot to coach. <laughs> watching. During it. So, yeah, that's August 30th at the Imperial Hotel in the city in Melbourne and 4pm. Uh, and it's free. So, uh, a few people have hit us up on the on the website asking if it's, uh, you know, how much it was. It's all free. So yep, we're yep. putting it on for you guys. We're building a footbridge yeah. to the Imperial. So, we'll <laughs> do a, a, a walk from Fed Square. Yep. To the uh, to the Imperial. Come along. Uh, there'll be face painting. Yep. <laughs> be all be, sorts of stuff. There'll be bongo cam. Bongo cam. Yeah, we're going to do karaoke cam as well. It's going to be great. We should get uh, Captain Carlton in there or something. Can his flag fit in there? It's not yeah, a big venue. Yeah, we could get we in get, there. You know how we're getting there. We're getting the hovercraft <laughs> <laughs> to the Imperial. It's going to be great. 
Um, we should have we have record sellers at the sellers at the front. Absolutely, a junk time record. Yep, yeah, there'll be pies coming around. Yep, player profiles in there. Yep. You and me. You know. uh, we've got a t-shirt cannon. Yep. So if you're in the front row, it's going to fucking hurt, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be cool. Yeah. Oh, I look forward to going. I know we talked about uh, Lemo being in the coach's box. Did you see? So Rodney Ead, they got uh, the, the the Gold Coast Suns had a win over Brisbane, mm-hmm. but Rodney Ead said he wasn't happy with the win. They had a good win. They had a nice. Uh, let me see. Right, about 20 oh, 14 points, point win. Fourteen points. Yeah. There you go. How often do you think Rodney Ead is happy? That's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> like, do you reckon he's just sitting at home laughing? He's listening <laughs> to junk time. He's just watching, I'll, you know, two and a half men pissing himself. I'll chuckle as Ead. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> No, that's a good question. I don't think he'd be very happy. And haven't they only won about four games this year? I think so it's three ha- now. Haven't been many times. Three, ga- yeah, three, fourteen, one draw. There haven't been too many times where he has been thrilled. But he's not a guy who's renowned for being, yeah, the life of the party. I mean, speaking of swearing, he got told off by the cops for swearing a number of years ago. Did he remember that? No, he was over in Perth, I believe he was, yeah. coaching Sydney at the time. Yeah. And at quarter time, a coach, uh, a cop came up to him and just said. Can you ease up a little bit? <laughs> really? Yeah, don't you remember that? No. It was, uh, I think they had the, the box that was open, like the glass was yeah. open, and, uh, and his mouth was so foul that the police... Someone's went, texted that number and gone, well, yeah. behind me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got he's paying out on and everyone. And he's wandering down to the, the, uh, the huddle, and uh, the man in boy, boy in blue... Senior officer, I believe, wandered yep, up absolutely. and just kind of said, hey, can you uh, keep the Fs and Cs to uh, a minimum? Because there are... Who do you think you are? Mike Fitzpatrick, <laughs> mate. We're trying to run a game here. There are women and children around here. We've got to keep it quiet. That is amazing. Yeah, don't you remember that? No, that's oh, awesome. Yeah, so I want coach... more from the coaches. I think they should be mic'd up well, they should live be mic'd to the up ground. That, yeah. Live to the ground. Go with the speaker. Yeah. So if someone misses a go, you say, oh, you fucking piece of shit. And also, it eliminate the need for runners. So you can save some money there. Oh, that's a great idea. You can just have them over the speaker and so you can have, you know, fucking get fucking Rioli off the ground. Yeah. And so he pulls himself off. Yeah. I would love to hear coaches live to the broadcast. That would yeah. be awesome at the ground. Over the top. Yeah. Forget your bongo cam. Forget fucking BT. Listen to the committee. Yeah. Like have, have Rodney Ed essentially coaching. You press red. Press red for a coach. That's great. Another initiative. We come up with a lot of them. Did you hear that uh, Nathan Buckley... So you can pick your own team too. So, you know, we talked about have your own... You yeah. know, why, why can't Press the Red for Ed be for every team? Yeah. If you're watching, say, watching, you know, the Eagles and... Well, you're watching Gold Coast and Brisbane last night. You push the button, press red, and then you can select. I want I want Leper Which coach, or yeah. I want Edie. You definitely want Ed. Oh, you'd be colourful. <laughs> <laughs> no one's listening. Did you see... Nathan Buckley kind of swore in, a, in his press conference. Did mm. you see that? I didn't... He said that Dane Swan... CB, it looks like he CBFs or CBF'd a lot. He said, yeah, he said uh, he has a fierce desire to win, even though he looks like he CBF'd. Yeah. Now, uh, and then someone asked him, what does that mean? And he said, oh, I, I don't even know what it means. It's like, yes, you do, Nathan. You know it means it. can't be fucked. Okay? You know. You know exactly what it means. Have you ever heard it being used like that, though? Like he's CBF'd. Usually you just, you shorten a man, you just say Seebs. That's what the kids do. I've, I've never heard someone say can't be fucked as if CBF'd. Oh, no, I've heard that. Have you? Yeah. Oh, like you a, must steal in fucking... I'm with the kids, bro. I'm with the kids, yeah. <laughs> Fitzy. Yeah. Who do you think's the happiest coach? Would you say Clarko is grumpier than Ede? I would say Ede is the worst in the league. Hmm. Yeah, now with Mick gone. Yeah, yeah that's a very good point. This seems to be old, huh? He's a cranky old fuck. Uh, so, I mean, Mick had a few... Prim- like, Rodney's never achieved the greatest of it all. No. He hasn't so he kind of has that membership. kind of what to be... He had, has no good memories to fall back on. <laughs> Apart from, like, Hawthorne Premiership when he was a player. Yeah. But, like, that's a long time ago. Yeah. And it means nothing to him. No. It's about the, no- about the moment now. Yeah, he, he's living in the now. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I'm just looking through the teams. Rossi Lyon, I imagine, would be... Pretty fearsome, but that's just because he's like a psychopath. He'd be fairly glum, yeah. Even though he's, you know, but he's pretty, he's pretty dry a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Rossi, you know, in his uh, in his presses, he's he's not too bad. Um, I'm just looking through them all. Lepers, lepers. I like leper. I'd, I'd hang out with leper. Actually, leper has a kind of not a bad uh, disposition, and also, even though they're not particularly successful at the minute. He's no, kind he's of, doing pretty well. He's still quite cheerful about yeah. the way things are. Yeah. He knows it's going to be a long time, a long time before they can kind of rebuild and get going again. And it's easy when you know you're going to be sacked in a, in a matter of two seasons. So yeah. you, just, you just enjoy it while you're there. <laughs> See, um, John Barker, I, I kind of, he's been really friendly and, and a bit cheerful, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I kind of go, oh, I could hang out with him. Yeah. I like him. A bit too cheerful, though. Do you want that? 
You think, yeah, no, I don't. Because the alternative... Actually, I don't. I the, want him to be vicious. Well, the alternative, they're talking about Brendan Bolton maybe being um, coach there as well. I mean, that's, I the, that's the ultimate in cheer. Yeah, well, so that's the thing. I, I don't know if you want that. I, I don't think Carlton need that. You need a coach who is puts fear into the players, but not to the point where they hate his guts and mm. don't want to play for him. Yep, yep. You need the balance, Michael. Yeah, dude, it's a very fine line. Yeah. You've got to kind of taunt them to a degree, but taunt not go too personal. Yeah. yeah. It's like they talk about that North team back in the 70s, like people like Keith Gregg and stuff. They yep. hated Barasti, but it kind of almost fired them up. Yeah, right. They just wanted to, let's win just to spite him. In a way, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that really spited him. Yeah, let's get premierships yeah, and so, let's build his yeah. legend. <laughs> I'll show him. I'll show him. So one day he gets, gets bashed in Fitzroy Street. <laughs> it's a slow-burning plan. <laughs> 20 years down the track. He's going to get his. Um, yeah, no, so they're, uh, they're all quite chuckle chuckle filled at the so moment. Even Damien Hardwick makes jokes at press conferences. He does. Conferences. That is Mrs. Hardwick. Yeah, she's copping it. <laughs> well, literally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, the Scott brothers obviously are a bit grumpy and the like, but yeah, they are a little bit, aren't they? But they also have the they're very serious. Yeah, yeah. They're not they're not fall about, are they? No. Uh, but we don't have we don't have a at the minute we don't have real a real. Rosie, pretty. We don't have a real sour Oscar the Grouch kind of real. It's that Mick. We're just missing that that Mick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I reckon if, if uh, Rocket was coaching in Melbourne, we would see a lot more of his grumpiness. Yes, yes. So luckily it's all up in the Sunshine Coast. Mm. Has he coached down in Melbourne? He hasn't coached an actual team himself, no. Doggies. Oh, yeah, doggies, of yeah. course. What an idiot. Sorry. Yes. Um, hey, Speaking uh, of, how good are the doggies going? They're, f- they're in the top four, mate. It's fantastic. They're going incredibly well. I mean, at the start of the season, we said they should fold. <laughs> we said fuck them off. So what they lost their coach, they lost their captain... They yep. got Tom Boyd. They lost uh, Brandley Medalist. Uh, Adam Cooney Adam and Cooney. Brian Griffin. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they fell apart. Um, a rebel. No, a rebel. Commissioner Gordon, he yep. was talking about bespoke stadiums. You know what Mike Patrick said about them? <laughs> Mike Fitzpatrick said he wasn't happy. Uh, and now they're sitting there at fourth. It's incredible. It's it a is. great run. They're in 12 wins. Um, and, it's, yeah, they're looking like, I don't know what their, their run to the finals will be, but they look like they can definitely stay in fourth. Well, they're without Bob Murphy, which is huge. And then mm-hmm. they, they absolutely um, pasted Port Adelaide. Yeah. It just fallen apart. Did you know that Port Adelaide were only a kick away from a grand final? Have yeah. you heard that? But when, yeah. And we talked last year. They seemed to be the team that was going to be the one to beat this yeah. year. They were going to be flying. Oh, everyone was talking about they could run out games, Michael. Mm. I mean, and then they went to Dubai in the summer because mm-hmm. it's really hot there. Heard a rumour. Yeah. And they've fallen apart. They're on eight wins. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have picked that. No. Nah. Um, so good on the doggies. Yeah, yeah, well done. They're going great guns. That must be... Uh, I saw someone tweeted Will Anderson just to say, are you... Are you uh, have you cancelled all the things you were planning to do in September? Oh, yeah. Because they can go pretty deep. I mean, if they get the double chance, there's at least two weeks. So yeah, Doggies yeah. fans would be like, oh, God, we weren't expecting this this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, actually, I've got a couple of mates who um, uh, have kind of booked up their September and might have to change their plans. Yeah, and as a Carlton fan, I'm fine. Yeah, no, you could. You, you can really go to holiday until about <laughs> 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, good to see, mate. Good to see. Boo. Uh, he didn't get them. He didn't get them. He didn't get them. That's great. Good on him. But I think, like, the Geelong crowd are very tolerant. Like, yeah. they, they've got a human cat down there. Yeah, they do. Cat they, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they understand that sometimes, you know, they're just a, a tolerant society down in Geelong. Mm-hmm. They go, if we can deal with a human cat, we can... We're not going to boo Adam Goods. We pa- love him. Part of me kind of thought that Geelong was a good place for them to go to moderate the booing. By the fact, to me, it kind of it's a small enough stadium that it felt like it'd be uh, uh, self-regulated. Did you get that feeling? I yeah. thought Geelong was a good place to kind of kick off this initial game. Yeah, uh, and 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 there didn't seem to be any booing. No. Um, and I'd, if there was, I'm sure it would have stood out. Yes, is what you're getting yes, to. Yes, yeah. definitely. So definitely. people would just go, "Oh, I can't do that." Yeah, and also I don't know Geelong doesn't seem to have that that. F- Fierceness that like a Adelaide Oval might have. Well, you know yeah. that banter, the 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 yes. you know the, the theatrics of it. Yeah. Have you, you know. ever been to a game at Cadenia Park? Not since about thirty years ago. I reckon. Yeah. I've never been. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Well, Hawthorne don't play very often now. Yeah, that's but, um, true. But yeah, it's been a long, long time. Um, but uh, people were trying to get onto Goodsy during the week. Uh, there was one um, former Prime Minister, Bob Hawke. Bobby. It's pretty interesting. So fair for he's, he, he's, a, he's a Melbourne boy. Who does Bob Hawke barrack for? Oh, I think he's Swans, isn't he? I have no idea. I mean, yeah, perhaps he was South Melbourne. Oh, yeah, I've got a feeling he's Swans. I don't know why, why I'm saying that, though, but hmm, maybe he was South Melbourne. We could find that out very quickly. 
Let's have a quick Google. Okay. Um, but the article itself said that uh, Fairfax Media understands former PM Bob Hawke is among the list, long list of public figures waiting to personally speak to goods. So people are they... given good to your call. Well, Fitzpatrick probably was on yeah, the line absolutely. too. <laughs> <laughs> um, you fucking weak cunt. <laughs> um, but yeah, people were calling up and waiting to talk to talk That's... to Goodsy. I mean, I, I guess uh, to show support, I suppose, um, to, you know, to maybe to pat him on the back and say, well done for taking a stand, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. did, can't, you just, can't you just tweet him or, or send him an email? Or... It, it, I don't know. It sound, I mean... Does he want to talk to all these people? Well, yeah. Does it sound a bit up yourself that you go, oh, good, he's in trouble. Yeah. I better give him a call. I mean, obviously, as junk time as we called him. We called but him, But he yeah, was definitely. happy to hear from us. Definitely, definitely. Well, we, we sexted him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your penis heals all. I've always said that. Um, it says here that... Bob Hawke. Wow. here, everyone. Well, they've got a list of uh, celebrity supporters. Yep. Uh, I'm looking around. Bob Hawke, Sydney Swans. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it was South. Yeah, it must have been South Melbourne. So his, his electorate was up in uh, Coburg in Melbourne. Yeah. So northern, northern suburb of Melbourne. Yeah. Interesting. Up near uh, Pentridge Prison. Yes. Ah, ah, good deep. Ah, so he didn't get through yeah. to him? Uh, no, he was waiting to Anyone hear. Anyone who boozy as a bum. Yeah, it'd be yep. interesting to hear if Goodsey did give him a call. Mm. Would Goodsey know of... Bob Hawke. Yeah. Like, when did Bob Hawke stop? Like, late 80s? 19, early 91. So there's Keating PM over. from 83 to about, uh, I think it was January, January out of 91. And how old's Goodsy? He's like 35, so he would have been born in 1980. Yeah. So what, would, would Bob Hawke mean much to Adam Goods? Oh, I don't think he'd be as formative. Yeah. Haven't said that. He's only three years younger than myself, two years younger than myself. So, yeah. um, I mean, he's way, way, way younger than you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I am very old. Um, but um, speaking of prime ministers, Adam. Yeah. It's a really kind of bit, bit weird, this one. But uh, the current prime minister, Tony Abbott, oh, yeah. Yeah. He, um, he called in to Triple M. What? On the pregame on Saturday. But before Carlton Collingwood? He called into the Wolfpack. What? And had a bit of a chat. <laughs> like, they weren't expecting him. Well, I think they were. But, and I've, I've listened to it and I go, I, I think that's the real him. That's not an imp- impersonator. Because if it was an impersonator, there's no jokes in it. Oh, actually, that's a good point, yeah. Like, there was no, yeah, no references so it's very to serious, him. yeah. So, they say that... Because if it was an impersonator, they would have at least done, oh, can you just keep it down, Bronwyn, in the chopper? Yeah, true, Bang. true. There would have been a bit of that. Yeah, quality, <laughs> quality. Classic, yeah. classic wolf pack. Yeah. So, so the, um, I'm trying to get my head around it. So, I reckon he's trying to get his head around the nicknames because <laughs> they would have given him a sheet to go, right, this is who you're talking to. You're talking to Spud? Well, you're talking to Purple first. Good. <laughs> Definitely. Too. Is that Damien Barrett? Damien Barrett's Purple. How? I don't know. <laughs> So we're talking about Dribble in Melbourne. Yep. So seems to have been picked up through the powers of Purple. Good. The foot, footballers. Purple gets things done. Chief investigative reporter. Probably yep. taking the crown from Hutchie now. Yeah, absolutely. He's probably breaking more stories than Hutchie now. Yeah, well, he's the big, he's the big man on the, uh, on the footy show. Yeah, yeah, he gives all the scoops. Purple. Yeah, purple, definitely. Do you reckon he just rings up and goes, uh, g'day, Goodsy, Purple here? Oh, definitely, yeah. Perp. Yeah, yeah, Perp. It's Perp. <laughs> Purple, fucking hell. If anyone out there knows how he got the nickname Purple, please tell us. Yes, yes, send that, send that to us. <laughs> um, but they talk about, they pretty much um, Abbott went through each person. Okay. So he Wolf. 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 Is Gary Lyon. That's Gary Lyon. Now, when did okay. Gary Lyon become Wolf too? Is that a hair issue? Yeah, maybe. But I thought it always sort of was like, on the footy show, he's like a baby gorilla. Yeah. Isn't he? Isn't that how hairy? I'm oh, fucking confused. I don't know when he got Wolf. So is he the leader of that? So can Friday night... Oh, so it's a, is it Wolf's pack? I think it is. Must be. He, okay. He's the leader of it. But does that mean on Friday night that there can't be a Wolf pack? It's only when Gary Lyon's in the box. Well, Gary Lyon didn't seem to be in the box for this one. He didn't, I didn't hear him talking. So they oh, talked about him when he wasn't in the room. Look, you can't have a Wolf pack without a Wolf. But they said Wolf... It's a about, purple pack. Well, actually, it's, well, it's JB, actually. It's JB's pack. Oh. Jabak. Jabak. <laughs> yep, cool. But um, Mr. Abbott said that... Uh, and one thing, too, they, they kept on calling him Tony. I'm getting a bit of respect, okay? Bit of respect. It's Mr. Abbott yeah. or Prime Minister. T-Dog. Yeah, but it's not Tony. You're not mate. Purple, you're not mates with Tony Abbott. It's yeah. Mr. Abbott, Prime Minister, okay? You may not agree with his policies, but you've got you to position the office, okay? Yep. 
It's like in the West Wing. He thinks about the office. Yeah. Don't call him Jeb. You've got to think about it as president when you're yeah. making the decisions, okay? Absolutely. What about Anthony? If they called him Anthony, that's very official. I don't think he'd ever get Anthony. Do you think he'd get Anthony? <laughs> no, I don't no. think so. Anthony Abbott. I mean, that probably is his name, isn't it? You would assume so. Yeah, and he's become Tony. Yeah. He kind of moved to Australia and became like, I've got to drop the Anthony yeah. thing because people <laughs> get make fun of me. Little kids, yeah. yeah. I come out here and I migrate myself. Yeah. But, just, but I'm white, so I'm was he to. like uh, Was he munching on an onion during the... Not quite, not okay. quite. Shame. <laughs> There's a lot to go through. Um, he said about the wolf, not on wolf, not liking people. Tony Abbott said he has to overcome that. He will find many, as many in my line of business have found, the more you see of people, the more you start to warm to them. Okay. Bit of advice. Yeah. Life advice from the PM. That's what I find really interesting. Hang on, he's saying the more people that you meet, the more you like them. Yeah, you got to hang out. That's a fucking lie. Oh. <laughs> Don't you think? The more people you meet, the more people that can shit you. Well, there's probably more of a chance you're going to meet an arsehole, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if there are 100 people in the room, chances are 50% of them fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we're expecting from our live shows. We're going to pick out the fuckheads. So he talked about Spud pretending to be a doctor, Danny Frawley, Spud. Yep, absolutely. Because he's a potato farmer. Potato, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rare. Now, we talked about his interview with Amy Schumer. We, got, we, we said to junk timers out there to keep an eye out for Amy Schumer interview Spud. Yeah, and you watched it. I did watch it because a lot of them went pear-shaped, okay? Yeah. Because people came in and they said stuff. And, and you know, I, I understand it's a junket. You're getting yeah. – it, it's gruelling. Spud seemed to have the best interview with Adam out of everyone. But you say that with surprise. He's Spud. I know. He brought He's the charm. He's genius. He does the big – he does all the big interviews. But he's, I've, like par- he's like our parky. Like, well, yeah, yeah. But I saw, I saw the various interviews and so we saw how some of them went, you yeah. know, literally like a train wreck. Yeah. And, and I saw the preview on After of 360. Spud's talking to Amy Schu- he's showing, And I even had a friend who told me during the week he wanted to buy doing one himself. And, uh, and he saw Spud out the front with his producer and he had the pictures of a kappa and the chief. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And my friend just shook his head like going, I, I should warn him not yeah, to yeah. do that. But uh, he went ahead and did it. And... So he showed a picture of Dermot, uh, 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 Jason Dunstall. He showed, yeah, Jason with the helmet. Yeah. And I kind of played word association. Good. And he showed Kappa. Uh-huh. I think maybe even taking the mark well, over Langford. Yep. And he showed a she picture. Should've, he should have shown Kappa in a spa. I think Amy would prefer yeah, to true, see that. True, true. And he showed a picture of himself. And, okay. And, and they mucked around. Yep. But then he gave her a St Kilda jumper, I think with the number one and maybe even Frawley written on it. I'm not okay. totally sure. End of the interview, she's wearing the jumper. She put it on. I found that quite incredible. He's got the she charm. Went all the way. It's not just holding it up and taking a little smile. She actually put the jumper on. When is Spud going to be on 60 Minutes? It's, it's, oh, he's hard-hitting. It's incredible. He it's, gets stuff done. He's a charmer. It's absolutely incredible that Spud was the winner of that situation. So just now that you're putting it into context, the, the, the personalities that are in that wolf pack. Yeah. Well, it should be Spud pack. Yeah. Spud's to the, yeah. the heart and soul of it. It should be a sack. <laughs> a sack of potatoes. Spud sack. Yeah. Um, anyway. Listen, I'll tune in for the spud sack. No, no, there's a moment. There's something. There so something. JB's in there. We've got purple. We've got, got purple. spud. We've got spud. Good. And there's something about spud being introduced as a doctor. I'm not totally sure. Okay. Some function or some event, and they said Dr. Danny Frawley. That's interesting. And they put that to the Prime Minister. Good. So as they're throwing <laughs> joke. As he would. So they're throwing things that the Prime Minister would have no fucking idea about. Yeah. Yep. Time. And, what and do you think? Mr. Anthony Abbott said, uh, yep. uh, "This is a serious misleading of the public, and even more serious than misleading the Parliament." So, Spud, be very, very careful. So, warning, a warning to yeah, Spud. It's from the highest level. Oh, I think it is. I don't think it's great that Spud's going around impersonating a doctor. I'm not totally sure of the. I'm uh, not sure that's legal. How that happened? <laughs> Maybe someone just saw Danny Frawley in, yeah. and said, "Clearly, man has to be a medical yeah. professional, or a doctor of economics or something." Could be. A, well, that's true. Doesn't yeah. have to be a medical be doctor. An arts degree. Yeah. yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, it could, what would what would Spud's PhD be on? Um, Buffoonery, the fist, <laughs> the, the golden fist. Yeah, PhD in golden fist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. coach killers. I oh, know that's that's Dunstall's. Damn it. Uh, and then he turned his attention to JB. Why wouldn't you? And he talked about um, JB's love of Instagram. Tony Abbott's talking about Brayshaw's love of Instagram. Yeah. Fuck. What, what is the purpose of this interview? What's the purple of this interview? Yep. He said, I know he is becoming hyperactive. I gather he recently joined Instagram. They've given him a bit of information, yeah, haven't they? inside yeah. info here. This is like a spray coming from Tone. He is as good on Instagram as I am on Twitter. I think both of us should stick to our day jobs. 
Oh, so he's given sort of a, a bit of a jokey sledge. He's kind of given words of wisdom to the wolf pack. Yeah. Kind of like, I've taken out, you know, I've, I understand who yeah. you are, you as a people. I'm teaching you how to be a better person. Would he be on, would he follow Travis Cloak on Insta? <laughs> yeah. Is Tony Abbott on Instagram? Uh, I'm not sure. He is on Twitter because people every now and then will, you know, yeah. bring up one from four years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I tweet him quite often. Yeah, no, actually, yeah, he'd get quite the uh, quite a bit of information. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, yeah, see, that, okay, that's a prime example that not everyone out there is great the more access you get, Tony. Um, do you think he has access to the Twitter account? Tony Abbott? Yeah. Do you reckon he's got it on his phone? Uh, Would he have an iPhone? Yeah, I reckon he would. I reckon he, I don't reckon he would have direct access to his own Twitter. I Someone's doing it for him. I reckon, yeah. You'd have to, someone would have to vet out the vitriol that comes through. Well, you, you can't get lick it up and just be like, ah, I've got my dick out. <laughs> <laughs> Take that labour. Yeah. Yeah, so I think there'd be someone... Part of his kind of media team, yeah. who would and Tony would say, "I want to get this yes, message yes. out." Absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. I think there'd be checks and balances. As a, but he's not just at home like going uh, just eating a roast. No, I don't think he would be. It's a shame. Yeah. I want more personal side of him. Yeah, well, we need to get him on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need to get him on this if he's doing the actually, Wolfpack. Good point. Yeah, yeah. No, that's maybe he can come to the live show. We'll check it out. Yeah, actually, we have a special guest uh, August thirty at the Imperial Hotel. Tony yeah. Abbott, Anthony Prime Abbott, yeah. Mister Mister Abbott, Mister Anthony Abbott, Prime Minister of Australia. Yeah. Fuck, it's going to be a huge show. It's going to be massive. Yeah. Might bump him up. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Carlton, yeah. Prime Minister. Um, so anyway, then uh, there was other radio information um, that we actually got from Melanson. Thank you very much, friend of the show. Yep. Uh, There's a 12-minute mark of the Friday night preview on oh, 3W, 3W. Um, where Tony Shaw, mm-hmm. uh, Collingwood legend, uh, they were talking about Essendon. Oh, yeah. And he said that uh, if they're going to review every area of the club, uh, they should be reviewing coaching, medical mm-hmm. staff. Absolutely. The boot stutter. Review the boot stutter. Review the boot stutter. He wow. said everywhere. Everywhere. And I thought a bit, I thought that was a bit rich. How many times do you, uh, after a loss, a terrible loss, the coach comes in, he's peeling the paint off the walls, he's getting yep. it on a spray, <laughs> and he gets the boot stutter in and just fucking lays in him. And you, <laughs> you put the studs on those boots. Yeah. He points at the 95-year-old man, yeah. arthritic fingers, <laughs> yeah. on an oxygen tank yeah. and just lets him have it. Oh, give him a, a Mike Fitzpatrick-esque <laughs> bake. Because, you know, if you're going to review down to the boot stutter, yeah. why isn't the boot stutter up on the premiership dice when you've won? That's a good point. Get him up there. Yeah. If, if, you're you're gonna, gonna, if he's copping the brunt of it. Right, you've got to take the bad, yeah. yeah. You know, right up to the boot stutter. Yeah. Let's fucking champion him. Let's carry him around the ground. Where's his, you know, lap of the oval? Where's, where do you get the medal? You know, like, they get the... Uh, uh, what do you call it? The Jock McCall medal for yep. the coach. Mm. There should be a, a boot legendary boot stutter yeah. medal for some guy who did it. You know, nineteen probably the guy who did it like in the Collingwood era of like nineteen when they won the four in a row. Yeah, we'll say so his name is Clary Fothergill. Yeah, Clary Fothergill. Clary Fothergill. The Clary Fothergill medal <laughs> <laughs> to give it to the boot stutter. Yeah, and you got to you build a ramp so you can help them up onto the. <laughs> Dice, because yeah. they're obviously not walking up steps. No, nah, absolutely. They'll but do you... it Frank Lowey. Yeah. <laughs> out of the ground. But that's what we need to... If we, Yeah, we need to celebrate them. Yeah. If you're going to be pointing the finger... I want to champion the Clary Fothergill Clary Fothergill. Medal. Yeah. <laughs> I like that name. So the best boot stutter. Yep. But they are doing a review down at Essendon. And uh, how many reviews have they done now? Jeez. Oh, it's... Yes. 16, There's 17? a lot going on. Yeah. There's a lot going on down there. They've just finished the game. We just feel recording this uh, about quarter to seven on um, Sunday evening. Uh, and they've gone down by five goals against GWS yep. up at the Beanstalk. Um, They're doing it tough. They are. They're falling apart. Um, Mark Thompson, Bomber Thompson, mm. said that the playing group is damaged mentally and the club is drowning. They really need him to stop talking about the Bombers, don't they? Because he's mates with Hurdy, isn't he? Oh, I don't know if their relationship's that great anymore. Yeah, okay. Considering, like, Bomber kind of said, I've got it, guys. I'm here to stay. <laughs> oh, what's that? No, I don't think they talk too much anymore. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, and also they had problems of, um, uh, well, it says he claims um, frozen urine samples of two Essendon players. Do we need to know that they're frozen? Hmm. They have been talking about the urine samples a lot, and they keep saying that they're frozen. It's like, uh, to me, it doesn't make a difference they what kind you of, did with them. yeah. What do you, it'd be little kind of like in an ice tray, wouldn't it? No, they'd be in like the little cups, wouldn't they? I'm imagining. <laughs> oh, oh, what a, 
bit confusing though, hey? You, you wouldn't oh, want to yeah. <laughs> oh, go him, for lunch. What's my bloody gin and tonic? <laughs> <laughs> this tastes like thymosin and beta four. <laughs> Fuck. Well, they say from 2012 showed elevated levels of thymosin and beta four. So, so as a playing group though, when you hear that, and that has come out of WADA. Uh, yeah, I think it has, yeah. Well, it's come out of somewhere, yeah. and that's what James Herbert's saying, and he didn't think it was going to come out of the club, so he's inferring that it came out of Wild. Oh, yeah, now people are saying they're angry that there's leaking. Yeah. Yeah, so Essendon's drowning and yep. there's leaking. Oh. So they'll be okay. So there's leaking, they're drowning, but the water will dissipate. Yes. It's all evening out. It will even out. Yeah. I think actually you know, things are completely fine at Essendon. <laughs> <laughs> there's drowning, but there's leaking. I'd keep going. But didn't they have the Swatkowski report? Yeah, that was back, back in 20... 13? Yeah. What did that say? Oh, oh, just go about your business. Good job. No, it recommended a few things, but I... Yeah. It basically said, uh, stop jabbing everyone. Yeah, so don't, 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 don't do, do that. that. Yeah. yeah. Knock that off. Yes. <laughs> just cut that out. <laughs> but then what else did it said say? It said you got to get rigid, did mate. <laughs> <laughs> Enough with the jab. I think our recommendations, which they then, they, they, I, I presume they implied. It was like when you have a royal commission or something. Yeah. And they give you 20 recommendations. Yeah, and, and you, you, and you, you ignore them all. Well, you can. You yeah. can if you wish. Like, they're not binding. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of them was send your, uh, send your coach overseas for a year. Yeah. Get so, him back. Yeah. And have the... Um, the, just the, the club splinter. Yeah, he so said definitely. They highly recommended turmoil. <laughs> <laughs> but what do they do now, Essendon? I mean, I don't know, man. They're in. They're struggling. They're, they're you know, they're, obviously the players are, are fatigued. They can't handle yeah. it anymore. And it would be terrible having that hanging over your head. The well, whole also time. when that gets when that comes out that two tests are positive for thymosin beta four, yeah. and you as a player are just going, "Is that me?" Yeah, you know, that could that have happened? Yeah, and, sure. It's finger pointing. Yeah, yeah. And um and also, but I think there was also an article that said even though they may have a raised amount, that doesn't necessarily mean that they've taken anything. That could just be a oh. normal human body thing or yeah. something like that. No, I so it was there was an article saying it wasn't most in beta four. Went, it wasn't an instant condemnation. And Dustin Fletcher's came back with high levels of osteoarthritis. Yeah, definitely. His metamucil charts yeah. was off the chart because <laughs> <laughs> he's old. He's fucking old. Um, so they're five wins. What do you do though? Do you get rid of Hurdy at the end of the year? If they don't win, if they win just five for the year, what do you do? They're, they're kind of, because he's just so loved or so revered by the club. I don't, he's not though. I, I think people have turned on him, but they've got the highest membership ever. Have they? Yeah. Oh, they clicked on. over 60,000. Oh, get on your bummers, go, fans. We're getting yeah, on board. That, Stand strong. Stand by Hurd. Stand by Hurd. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying is people are really getting behind him mm. and supporting this club in this time of need, but... Mm. You deluded fuck. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah. You lost your fucking mind. What a waste of money. Jesus, be like a Carlton supporter. Just don't Just go. Just fucking get rid of the Give coach up. as quickly as possible. Yeah, fuck, man. <laughs> Just fucking knife him in the back. Yeah. Just, it's over. <laughs> um, there was a bit of um, bizarre stuff at Hawthorne. Yep. Uh, what is it, Jared Roughhead being over the boundary and then allowing being oh, allowed yeah, to no, handball the ball back in board? <laughs> yeah, hot dog, didn't he? He's that was like, incredible. He was ordering ordering chips and stuff and still had the ball with him. So the, the bit we're talking about is uh, Ruffy is near the boundary. He's been chased yeah. by two West Coast players. He he's clearly out of bounds mm. and then he handballs it back in and you guys got a goal. We do and in a really tight match. Yeah, yeah, that no, was great. Put you in front. Yeah, <laughs> I'll but take the boundary it. was right there. He was too. Well, I mean, I watched it again today. Yeah, and you could maybe go and argue that maybe, 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 maybe it was over the yeah, line. It slightly. looks worse because Ruffy's so far out. Yeah, yeah, but, but at the same time, it did look did look out. But you reckon yeah. the umpire's just going, "Ah, oh, it's Ruffy." <laughs> He's just he's forgot. Got, he's got a tough go of it lately. Yeah. you know, give him a give him a break. Yep. Um, but there's one thing here that they do, which they did in 2013. Anyway, um, this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I think, by the way, yeah, the players sing Daryl Braithwaite's "The Horses." After stirring interstate triumphs. How is that? That's the way it's got to be. Is that horses? Yeah. That's horses. Well, how is that? Imagine that as a group, like you're standing around, Hodgie, one of the hardest men in the world. (laughs) Yeah. So So they sing the theme song. Yeah. And then they go into horses. Yeah, not long after. They, they, they dim the lights. Good. They're good. They stand around their handbags. So, yeah. yeah. And it was brought in by Brent Guerra. Yes, Goo. Goo was the original songbird, that says on AFA website. Uh, it really tracks who's clucking. You know where he heard it first was down at the, uh, uh, <laughs> the TAB. Well, it's appropriate. The horse. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. And then they also used to sing another song called uh, The Animated Greyhounds. <laughs> it's a great song. Ah, <laughs> uh, poor goo. Oh. I just... This is just the weirdest thing. I can't get my head around 22 grown men and, also, and the bootstutter singing yeah. horses. Well, and it's a 1991 song. Like, yeah. it's not like a modern day. Like, a couple of other people wouldn't have been born. But when would this you came say out. it's almost like a romanticish ballad? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, you know, it's the kind of thing you used to do for a wedding dance or yeah. something. Yeah. But it's not like a real kind of. I just can't see these blokes standing around. Because, like you were singing, it's not something you belt out. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's kind of hit a little harmony while yeah, your friend talks back. over it on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's just such a strange thing. So, Clarko says, great, it tracks back to Goo. Yep. We had, we had a searing victory here in twenty in early 2013, and it was Gooey's favourite song. So he belted it out after the game, and it's become a little bit of a tradition when we have a really good interstate win, we get horses going. Fuck, man, it's such, so fucking lame. Can you just do a quick check? you got the computer there. Yeah. Do they do the whole... Song? How long is Horses? Uh, like, do we get the whole thing going out? Oh, I don't think they actually have any footage of them singing it. But I do remember... No, but how long is the song? Like, did they do the whole... Oh, well, I'm... You know, like, did they put it on and sing with Daryl Braithwaite? Actually, that's a good point, yeah. Or does it just one person go, I'm, I'm Braithwaite today? Like, does that go to the best on ground? Because that would be an honour. Well, the film clip here goes for 4 minutes 15. Okay, that's long. That's a long time to be standing around with your mates arm in arm. One guy in the middle has just been covered in Gatorade. He's been bakakied. <laughs> And you're going to sing around him for four minutes? I'm going to click on a video here, but I don't think it will have them singing it. I think it's more a press conference with Clarko, but just in case. But I do remember them talking about it in 2013 when they won the flag. Yeah. It was a bit about, yeah, we're going to sing it after the game. Like, it was a It was a, a it was thing. thing. It was a thing. It was kind of like... Because I think they put up, like, a... They, they put, like, a empty glass case yep. in the in the club, in the players' room. Yeah. Um, as, like, that's, that's where the cup's going to go. Okay. And also, I think it was, like... Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna sing the horses after we win the flag. Isn't I mean, that's strange? inspirational. It's fucking that's weird. What gets you it's there. so weird. Yeah. Um. They, I, I, and now it's come back. I didn't hear anything about it last year. Yeah. There was no talk about well, it. once think, we salute, we're gonna we're gonna the, bloody bust out a fucking delicious little harmony. But see, that's the thing. As they said, it's for stirring interstate wins. Mm. So why are they singing at the MCG? Don't break your own rules, Hawthorne. No, that's true. That's you're either, true. Either, it's either interstate wins or it's everywhere. And what, what qualifies as a stirring win? I mean, say they defeated Fremantle in Tasmania. Like that yeah. was a big win and it's against the top of the what? table. No, no. Do you sing it then? It wasn't stirring. Were you stirred by that game? I mean, you enjoyed it, don't get me wrong, but they flogged them. <laughs> was I stirred? Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. And I don't think it was a stirring win. So I think as you're walking back, probably if, there's probably a committee of the senior players go, was that oh, yep. stirred? Yeah. On, a, on, a, on a scale of 1 to 10. Yeah. Where's that stirred were we? Yeah. And I go, <laughs> last night against the Eagles, 9. Yeah. You were, we you were travelling for a bit. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely stirred. Yeah. You um, belt out horses. So there's no footage of them singing horses at this stage. That's so I can shame. go through. It's a shame. Uh, I reckon, yeah, I have, yeah, but I, I have, like I was saying, I have heard about it before. Yep. And um, I was hoping it wouldn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most bizarre thing I've ever heard it's, of. It's so club. strange. Hey, uh, Chris Johnson reckons that uh, they should bring back State of Origin. Players, ex players always like to put up the, their hand for State of Origin, don't they? Mm. But he was saying playing it the day before the grand final. Friday night before the grand final. Yeah. Said this week in a think tank about the future of football to mm. former magpie Nick Maxwell. They went and had a little think tank. Go well, where was our invite to the think tank? That's a bloody good question. Who do you reckon was there? Spud, Purple, <laughs> JB, Mr. Rabbit. Yeah, they would all be there. Wolf. Definitely. Well, I know, not Wolf. He doesn't like people. No, no not the Wolf. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know if there's really a need for state of origin because I think we get the general feeling that we kind of almost do it each week now I mean there is that interstate rivalry yeah. still I know the players are from all, all over the shop yeah. but I think between towns there is still that but where are they going to do it like you can't you can't have it at the MCG the night before you want you want the MCG in pristine condition I don't yeah. want people running on it I want it to be fresh for well it'll be it'll be fresh for two weeks because it'll be two interstate prelims yep <laughs> um, yeah I'm not, I'm not I'm not told on this and I don't think like most of the good players will have 
either have just finished up playing or yeah. they'd be, you know, in surgery. Yeah. Everyone gets an operation. Even if you're fine these days, they send you in for surgery. I don't quite know how you do do the, do the thing by the fact that, uh, you know, if you lose in the prelim, do you then immediately go and play on a Friday? Uh, yeah. You know, or do you kind of have, say, the top... Well, also, the bottom, the bottom ten or something. Also, they you're, state you're massively pissed. Well, a good point. <laughs> if you go out in the prelim, you're not in any state to run yeah, around actually, the MCG yeah, on a yeah, Friday night. Yeah, you got to have Mad Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, and like if the Geelong players are in it, they'd be coming dressed up as Super Mario and <laughs> yeah. shit like that. Yeah, Gumby. Yeah, schoolgirl. <laughs> Kick yeah. it to the schoolgirl. So, basically worked out. You're an idiot, Christian. <laughs> yeah, there's your fucking think tank. More like fuckhead tank. <laughs> Hey, should we uh, talk about... Because they have been put forward a few ideas about the game, the state of the game. People are talking about the state of the game. Oh, we need, to, we need to fix it up. I watched um, the Winners Rebooted. Uh-huh. And uh, it's on Fox Footy now. They had a game of Hawthorne-Richmond from yep. 1982. Mm-hmm. Good year for Carlton. Absolutely. Um, Great fin- year for, for nudity. You finished third on the ladder that year, Adam. Oh, we did well. Yeah. They said we wouldn't, couldn't win it from there. I think Richmond were on 18, Hawthorne on 17, and then you were on 16 and 1, well, We I think. did well. That was back-to-back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the glory days. Yeah, well done. And yeah. you played four finals, I think. Thanks, mate. Did we? I think you played the qualifying, second semi. Yep. Prelim. Prelim. Grand no, final. second semi straight through, if you win that. No, but you lost that. Oh. Yeah. We lost it to Richmond. Yeah, you beat Hawthorne in the qualifying. Good. Beat Richmond, like, lost to Richmond in the second semi. Yep. Beat Hawthorne in the prelim. Oh, Richmond, they, 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 they showed their the hand, final. didn't they? It's very rare that it happens. Yeah. Four, four finals. Um, Little Carlton pump up. So yeah, talking, anyway, what I'm trying to ago. say was yeah. it was shit. Yeah, like it was shit. Like the, the quality game, was shit. It was awful. It's bad to watch the old games, isn't They're it? They're not it's as fit. They're running around. The skills aren't as good. It's kick to kick. Yeah, and it, it's. Uh, I found it. I don't find it at all entertaining. You know what I found incredible though is as soon as a, uh, someone gets tackled, the umpire blew the whistle straight away. Oh yeah, that's the one thing that you see now. It's like when the umpire knows it's a holding the ball decision, mm-hmm. they hold on to it for like 12 seconds. You know, that's one where you're like, just fucking blow the whistle, mate. Well, and they kind of circle around. You kind yeah. of can tell when they're going to pay it, don't yeah. they? You kind of, kind of, they, they, they love the theatrics of it. Too. Yeah, well, they do. The, they wait for it. They bring their arms yeah. together. You're like, just fucking hurry it up, mate. It's well, not about you. Well, that's actually one thing they brought up. Uh, the two rules that would have the biggest impact on ball flow are holding the ball and deliberate out of bounds. So they want to talk about how pay it. You know, I think they need, to be, they need to be harsher on deliberate out of bounds. Yep. I think there's too much wishy-washiness. If they started being harsh, because you know when players have done it and they yeah. kind of go, oh, no, nah, he was over for a teammate. You know, yeah. I mean, okay, like Carlton maybe because they can't hit a target. <laughs> they weren't actually, you know, they were looking for a teammate. It looked deliberate. Uh-huh. So la- lower down the ladder, you can yes. go there. there a bit actually. more lenient. Yeah. But if Hawthorne put it out of bounds, Hawthorne know what the fuck <laughs> they're doing. You know what I'm saying? They want to incentivise scoring. What does that mean? Well, it means, you know, you have, what, a good, like, have a good night, good night on the tiles. Yeah. And so that night, <laughs> get a pat on the I back. I like it. Yeah, you get a pat on the back. You get a medal. <laughs> so if you kick... Get a medal on grand final day. The player picks up the most women during the year. Yeah. They get, they get the... That's not bad. They get the Buddy Franklin medal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you get the... Triple figures. The boots set. Yeah. yeah. I like it. So incentivised scoring. So what does that mean? Like... Uh, uh, over 100 points, you get an extra premiership point. Oh, that's so interesting. five. Um, and also... That seems to be the idea. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, I see. I thought it was maybe like if you kick a left foot banana, that's worth like seven for a goal. If you kick on your wrong foot. Oh, that's a good point. Give you, you get eight points for that. Yeah. Um, well, if, the super goal, obviously, is, a, is one that they have experimented with. Yeah. Nine points. That, I don't, thing I, is, I don't like, think I want to bring it in, but it, it's yeah, a bit of fun And games. at least it gives you goal umpires something to do, you know, different, different arm signal. Mm, true. We, we love that. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, they, yeah, they want to... Um, Maybe they need to put a net, like Gaelic football. What do you reckon? So oh, get, okay. So we get your unders. Yep. And make that, maybe make that 9 or 12. Yeah, 12. 12? Yeah. So it's, bring goalkeepers into the game. Yeah, absolutely. So if you boot a 5, you're out to a 60-point lead. Yep. <laughs> Game's over. <laughs> I like yeah, it. Actually, yeah. And then you get to your 100 points and you get your extra premiership point. Yeah, you get your extra premiership point. That's yeah. great. So I think they'll talk about that, but at the end of the day, they're not going to bring that in. They're not going to bring it in. They're not bringing it in. Not bringing five points for 100 points. No, they're not. Because, yeah, what happens if you're playing shitter teams? What happens if you're playing uh, Carlton when they want to get the priority pick? Yeah, well, that's that's one thing they bring up. Like, yeah. it will make it, make things a bit uneven and the like. Yeah. Um, and 100 points shouldn't, shouldn't be a benchmark. 100 points should be what you do. Yes. Um, substitute rule oh, will, yeah. will be gone next year. It's gone. Gone. No more vests. What will they do with all those vests? Put them in the Hall of Fame yeah. museum. Yeah, that's a good idea, isn't it? Or maybe like an interactive, you get Just to wear it. You know, 
Oh, okay. Yep. You put it on. You put yep. on the uh, green one, and mm-hmm. then you sit there for a little bit. Yep. And then when someone comes out, they hand you. No, you take it off and hand the red one to them. Yep. There we go. Yeah. That'd like, be fun, wouldn't it? Be more fun. Yeah. I'd love to do that. <laughs> love to put on the green vest. And they say they'll cap the interchange cap might be reduced even more. It's one twenty at the moment, isn't it? They say it might go down to like sixty or eighty. Is it? It is. It is one twenty. Uh, yep. Currently, yep. Does anyone ever got close to that? Like, has any club like in the deep into the last quarter gone? We're out of rotations. It, I, I don't think I've heard on commentaries or anything that they've brought it up as if it could be a possibility that it, it could be. We, we're nearing one hundred and twenty, so they better oh, slow down. down. A bit. Yeah, I haven't heard it being nah. talked about as an impact. And what happens if you go over then? What happens if you get to one hundred and twenty? Is that like a free kick? I actually don't know the rules. Yeah, I don't know what you do. Um. It's really strange. So you get a point taken off. You get you get instead if you win, you get three points. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And then they talk about zones. Maybe having zones. Oh, they're always bringing up zones. Yeah, they've been talking about that for years. Yeah, they? they're never yeah. going to do zones. No. Then, so we're just looking at all the things here. So they they're going to get rid of the stub, and they might bring it down the yep. caps. They're not going to bring in zones. They're not going to bring in five points for hundred points. No. And they're not really going to make much of a change about holding the ball and no. it out of bounds. So. No, nothing's going to change. Yeah, it's another <laughs> fuckhead tank. But do you, like, because, uh, you know, you and I grew up in the area of the centre square. Do you reckon that was outrageous? Like, did you reckon people were, like, you know, calling in to oh, get all the furious, talkback yeah. radio? Going, yeah, you true. can't bring in a bloody square. 3KZ. Yeah. 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 Well, there was a <laughs> thing I heard about um, the, the biggest change was when they brought in um, uh, you can't kick the ball out on the full. Oh, right. So people would essentially yeah, kick for touch. It. Yeah. Yeah. And then they brought that in uh, as a yep. on the full, and they said that was quite a transformation of the game. So we, we can change rules. That's the thing. Yes. We're not so stuck in them. You know, we're not so adamant that we've nailed the game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, even look at the. Um, so uh, you could boot a ball d- out in the full, and they just throw it back in. Uh, yeah, I think they did. Yeah. What um, a stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that... I suppose like those come from rugby. You kind of find in touch, yeah. don't you? But how? Like how? Surely, after like ten years, would have gone. This is fucked. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think even the if I remember correctly, that didn't have a fifteen meter rule either for a long time. And so someone told me that they would just kick it, someone yep. would mark it, someone would throw it over there, someone would throw it over there, and then eventually give it back to him. Yep. And then they'd kick it, mark it, someone would throw it over there, <laughs> throw it over there, and then they're like, oh, we can change this, so bring yeah. it a fifteen meter penalty. Oh yeah, but it also it shows through the um, deliberate um, rush behind. Like that's only been six or seven years, and that's yeah. worked quite well. No, but there is no deliberate anymore. Remember after the Hawthorne Grand Final in yeah. 2008 when you guys did that so well? Yeah. Got yourselves a, a premiership? Yep, we sang the horses. Yep, definitely <laughs> sang the horses. That came in and it, you couldn't just deliberately, unless you were under pressure, yes. which was an interpretation yes. of when we were under pressure. But that's gone. I really enjoyed that, players having to keep the ball in the field of play. Yeah, yeah. But that's but, kind of gone. Oh, but I think it showed that rule works. Yes, but, but they've relaxed it a little bit. Like, people aren't under pressure and will just kind of push it across and they'll be like, eh, that wasn't deliberate. Oh, maybe, yeah, but uh, anyway. I liked uh, it when it was harsh, okay. where players fought to keep the ball in. Or when players didn't quite know what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, they, and they didn't quite they know the, they the could goal walk line, through. Yeah, if they can yeah. walk through. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Hey, should we check in with Juddy? Yes. How was he? How was a great man. He's uh, been retired for a few weeks now. I miss him. He's got an interview out tomorrow with uh, the Weekly Review. Oh, yeah. On a Monday, yeah. And so he's been talking about his life and times. Um, How's he coping? Well, he's talking about how he won't be doing anything with football. He's Nothing. not going to get into coaching or anything like that. You don't want Carl, you want Juddy down at Carlton, kind of uh, helping out? It's, it's a weird one because he obviously he knows the game, but can he – he doesn't seem to care about the game. That's a good point, yeah. You know, he's always like, you know, whenever you speak to people who um, chatted with him, they say he rarely talks about football. Mm. So he just doesn't seem to have that passion. He just happened to be fucking good at it. That's a good point, actually. It's had removed, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. He wasn't at Think Tanks or anything like no, that. No, hated him. Um, he's been writing a book. Oh, good. What about? Um, Vizzy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually working for a socially conscious St Kilda-based impact investment group. It invests in projects that have positive impact environmentally or socially, called responsible investing. So actually, his busy work wasn't too far from the from his actual passion. So for all of you people out there who thought that was just a scam to get him more money, yeah. you were wrong. <laughs> yeah. Juddy yeah. loves the environment. Yeah, good so, quote from Juddy. Uh, he talked about people. Uh, they'd criticise mining, then pull out their iPhone, which uses lithium and rare earth elements and various other minerals that have all been mined, then hop into their car or train, 
hop into someone owns a train, yep. hop into your train, yeah, absolutely, which is made of steel. So Juddy found that pretty uh, controversial. He found it, um, what do you call it, contradictory. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a, at least he's a, he's aware of that and he's calling that. Hmm. So does that mean people who are anti mining can't have? Phones. No, I'd have fun. No, you yeah. gotta, you gotta, you gotta live very. You gotta sell your train. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than having to get rid of your favourite train. Uh, Juddy said that through his work at RebeccaJuddLoves.com.au, he is able to feature many vegan. No, I'm just made that up. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he then tried to sell a five thousand dollar pram. What? No, this is weird. Talked about getting his baby body back. What? No. <laughs> That's what his book's about. So Juddy seems pretty well. This one interesting point. Look, I wasn't concerned about Juddy. No, he'd be okay. In my last season, I was sleeping in a shoulder brace to restrict movement because sometimes I'd wake up and my shoulder would be out of its socket. That's that, quite remarkable. Um, would you would you start dreaming about that for a little bit before you woke up? That's a really good point. Actually, like you, you know, you've tripped over in a dream. And you're going, oh, my bloody yeah, shoulders out. And that's you wake a really up good point. Like, oh, my bloody shoulders out. <laughs> you look. You don't need, no, don't need to look up a dream interpretation website. You know what it's about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it yeah. means your shoulders <laughs> fucked. Um, so Juddy seems pretty good at the minute. Well, that's good. He felt a bit sad for Mick, and he a bit annoyed that uh, that the bulk of the Eagles got the blame when it was only just a couple of them who were mucking around. Ah, right. That's right. He said it was down to five or six who were probably setting yeah. the bad standards. Yeah, but he said the rest of us were fine. Well, and that's nice. Yeah. So good on you, Juddy. It's only thirty-one. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's got a long well. life ahead of him. He does. And uh, we're all going to be better for it. Yeah, truly. Because the environment... We were going to have him on the uh, the live show, but uh, we're having Gene and Reinhardt on. Yeah. So those two just can't be in the same room together. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, we might as well wrap it up, Adam. Yes. We've gone through everything about this wonderful game of ours. We love it. Uh, we are junktimeaflpod at Gmail and on Twitter and Facebook. Remember our live show at the Imperial Hotel, 4pm on August 30th, before the finals, before the first week of the finals. Yep. It's going to be massive. We're going to have special guest, Limo. And someone else, maybe. We're going to see you then. Go Hawks. Go Blues. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.